Hello there, and welcome to the Polymath Roundtable. My name is Father Polymath. Today, we're going to talk about the movie I saw last night, and I honestly enjoyed way more than I thought I would. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Let's also talk... Hmm, oh, we'll throw in anything else that crossed our fancy. Depends on how much time I spend talking about the movie. All this and more coming to you live from the rental car in an abandoned gas station mobile recording studio of the future. Here on the Polymath Roundtable. Sorry I wasn't joking. I'm sitting here in a rental car in, well, an abandoned gas station in the middle of nowhere. Sipping a lovely cup of Blackstad cold brew coffee and recording because this makes a pretty decent recording studio. These modern cars with all their fancy frills have a pretty good sound uh, deadening uh, technology built in so I can get a pretty decent recording studio set up here. It's an interesting and novel experience trying to provide intelligent discussion while watching cars go zip, zip, zip back across in front of me and sitting in a parking lot that looks like something out of a post-apocalyptic wasteland. But it's actually rather fitting because last night I went and saw the new Fast and Furious movie. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. And, you know... I was very surprised. I went into it thinking that, oh, it's going to be a typical Fast and Furious style car explosion flick. There's going to be explosions, cars going to flip. It's going to have little to no, you know, moral message or theme. And, you know, I'll walk out of there going, hey, that was pretty cool. Probably never going to see it again, but hey, it was eh, not bad. But honestly... I really deeply enjoyed it, and I'm a little bit surprised. So, I saw a lot of the fan, uh, yeah. hmm, you know, that I stumble over that a lot because I'm used to comic book uh, Fantastic Four being my FF designation in my head, and now that there's the Fast and Furious, you know, expanded universe, if you will, I every time I open my mouth and say fa I say Fantastic Four, not Fast and Furious. I'm trying to watch that real carefully. So, for your quick spoiler-free uh, review, I'm going to say that, I'm going to keep it simple, I rate this four tires out of five with a extra car explosion to split the difference. Overall, there are a pretty fair number of curse words, quite a few crude references th and threats and jokes made, uh, use, usually involving male genitals because the two main characters are a pair of hidebound idiots, I mean, mostly, and there is one 30-second sequence at the start of the movie that does involve some very simply dressed women and inappropriate attire. Other than that, it was honestly far better than I expected. It presented some very good themes of how home should be a safe space and whether or not your family has hurt you, they are still your family. 
as well as touching, rather effectively I must say, on the idea that progress and human evolution, as they termed it, is worthless without the, well, we could call it grace of humanity and heart. I saw a lot of the Fast and Furious movies, and it really summed up as, oh, you know, car heist, explosive, uh, movie number one, two, three, four, five, etc. Now, there was a lot of good themes uh, presented of, you know, watching out for your brother and general placid, you know, have the backs of your friends and so forth. But, you know, it was kind of shallow. It's a car explosion movie and no one expected anything more. Hobbs and Shaw took it to a new level. They used a lot of really interesting uh, camera tricks because they're presenting a movie with these two characters, Hobbs and Shaw, one played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson and one played by uh, Jason Statham. Hobbs and Shaw both are, shall we say, fixers for various government entities. Hobbs is the classic Dwayne The Rock Johnson American agent where, you know, brute force is always the answer. And then on the other hand, you have Shaw, the classically suave or imitatingly suave British agent who prefers stealth and finesse. I can't believe that I just used the phrase suave to denote something that Jason Statham was playing. I mean, it's a very good imitation of it at times, but Jason Statham is not a suave character. Now, because you do have this very interesting dichotomy of style and combat and, you know, how they go about their mission, the producers of this film left you with a very clear on-screen depiction of this back and forth of the suave and stealth and precision side of the Brits and the brash but also effective Hulk method of smashing your way through any obstacle on the part of the Americans. It's a classic uh, cultural trope, but to a certain extent it's kind of true and has often been played up in spy films. I really enjoyed the fight scenes. They were very well done and they felt just a step beyond believable. You don't look at it and say, oh yeah, I can see that happening. You look at it and say, wow, you know, I wish I could do that. Stepping away from the combat, I want to talk a bit about the different themes that were played up. Hobbs and Shaw presented some pretty classic, simple themes, but played them out very well. One of the major themes, as literally spelled out, is that a parent will do anything to protect their child. And by extension, family is willing, or should be willing, to protect their family. 
Another interesting one is that home should always be a safe spot to come home. Even if you've been hurt by your family, even if you've hurt your family, whether intentionally or not, you should have a safe place to come home at your family's home. There's a fantastic scene where one of the characters returns home after a very, very, very long time. And his family is, well, frankly, not happy to see him there. But his mother steps up and gives them a smack around the head and tells them, no, he is your brother. He has come home. We will give him the food off our table, the clothes off our back, even the mud off our island. Whatever he needs, we will help him because he is our he is ours, our blood, our family. You see the main characters go above and beyond over and over to rescue their family, to protect their family. And it's really refreshing to see a hard-bitten character, especially one played by a mountain of a man like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, genuinely caring for and compassionate towards their family in the form of his daughter. That level of familial structure and care is all too often completely left out of movies, and it makes the main character, uh, Hobbes, so much more relatable because you see his motivation in going into this mission to protect his daughter, to save the world for his daughter. It's a really refreshing view. You know, most spy movies are, frankly, in it for the favors that they get, whether it's power or prestige or immoral favors from all the women hanging around. Everybody wants to be the next James Bond, don't you know? And to see a spy who's in it to protect his daughter is a very good thing. I think it's something that adds a level of heart that is needed in today's world. And now for a word on movie physics and to ease your mind of that little bit of, well, truth in your brain that says, Oh my goodness, this, you know, logic, physics, they don't work like this. Allow me to quote the immortal Howard Taylor, comic writer and comic artist. I introduced to you his skit on the suspenders of disbelief. On the left we have Brain, who talks like this, in a very concerned tone. And then you have the suspenders of disbelief, who go twang and talk in an excited tone. We start with brain. Cars don't work that way. Twang! These are magic cars! But, like, physics, gravity. Twang, twang, twang! This is a secondary world, urban fantasy. It has different physics. 
but this guy should be dead. Like, six times over in the last 30 seconds. Let me just say to Wang, he's a magic power Superman. His powers are punch and don't die. But what about the woman who is shooting things out of the sky while hanging onto a car as a barrel rolls through a plate glass window? Pardon me, I already said magic car. But she's not inside this one. Twang! Her super magic is that if her brother asks if she trusts him and she says yes, she can be superhumanly awesome while touching whatever car he's driving. In other words, twang! That power seems a bit narrow in focus. You know, it's a good thing that twang! The two of them figured it out before he barrel-rolled the car out of fifth story plate glass window. Eh? 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 But she let go of the car for a moment there. It looks like not touching it, you know? That's a bit like kryptonite. It adds tension to the scene. Twang! Tension. Is that what it is? I mean, how does this even... Twanged. Twang, twang, twang! My superpower is that if I trust the movie to be fun, I can suspend all disbelief. Welcome to Suspenders of Disbelief. That has been a message from Howard Taylor, the comic writer behind Schlock Mercenary, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, mercenary.com, one of the best webcomics of all time. Soon to be featured in a future episode for extensive breakdown and ultimate fanboying all over it. All jokes aside, he has a point. While the physics are, frankly, atrocious levels of suspense of disbelief, the movie does a phenomenal job of making you forget that cars don't work that way, or, my goodness, that guy should be punched all the way down to the grave and back. They present you a fight scene that is just beyond the level of reality. They present you a chase scene in a car that you're like, I could almost pull that off, maybe? That, that I, I'm almost that good, at least in my head. And it really presents a movie that draws you in and says, hey, sit down. Let's, you know, let's think a bit. What if a big crazy American and a rude little Brit had to save the world and they really, really don't like each other. And you know, what if we had a little bit more? What if we tell them, hey, come on in. You know, you've got some family issues. So before the end of the movie, let's make you two fit your family issues because guys, you miss your family. I mean, you, you you try and deny it over here, you big guy on the left. I mean, you haven't been home in, well, longer than your little daughter's been alive. And you, and you're trying to protect your sister by pretending that she doesn't exist. Come on, guys, make up. They're family. And you know, that is a movie which, if you don't mind the cursing or... The level of 
crass jokes that you'll get at a, I would say, somewhere uh, close to a public school, but not quite down to uh, that level yet. We'll say college-level crass joke. Private college. Private college crash joke level. You know, it's a good film. It's one that says, you know, family's important. Things can explode. You know, you can have a lot of fun driving a fast, fast car through the streets of London. But you can do it. You can still make up with your family. You know, you still love them even if you haven't seen them in 30 years. And that's something which is needed in this world. It's needed a lot. We need spies that are human. They're not just, you know, sex machines and tuxedos. We need human spies that say, sometimes intrigue is not done for some nefarious purpose. Sometimes people play the game to protect their family, to protect their children. And, you know, I like it. I want more of it. I'm really eager to see where this goes. You know, I didn't even get into the fact that the first time the bad guy stepped on screen, it looked like, at least to me, the old Crisis 3 hero, Priest. Maybe I'll touch on that on a future episode, comparing and contrasting metaphorical characters and creations between movies and TV shows and video games. That could be a cool episode. And before I close this out, I'm just going to say there's a couple sequences in there where the physics do not work like that. But, you know, I didn't care because it was, frankly, perfectly timed, awesome and hilarity and, well, heroism. Just remember, helicopters and cars do not work like that. It just, they don't do that. Though, the final fight scene was really, really good. And so, to close out today's episode, let's look at our random word of the day. Today's word is cryobiology. In other words, the study of life, biology, under cold conditions, cryo. Now, you know, the reason I chose this word for today is because I love how easy it is to make words more complex and more precise by adding different suffixes or different uh, prefixes. For example, you have biology, which is the study of life. That comes from the Greek bio and logos, life study. Now, as I used in the word today, cryobiology would be the study of life in the cold, cryobiologos. Now, you know, you can change it up. You could, you know, perhaps use the word crypto and make it cryobiology which becomes the study of life, biology, in the cold, cryo, in ancient times. Crypto. Crypto Cryobiology. All of a sudden, you've gone from the study of life 
a huge and jaw-droppingly vast field of study, down to the study of life in ancient times in the cult, cryobiology. You could use this to study, for example, dinosaurs that might have roamed Antarctica before modern times. Cryobiology. You can use the same sort of thing to, you know, study perhaps cryozoology, which would be the study of animals, zoology, in the cold, cryo, in ancient times. Cryozoology. I don't even know if that's a field of study, but I kind of feel like it should. So... Let's draw it to a close there. I mean, this has been a rather more one-track episode, but frankly, I love that movie, and I felt like I needed to expound on it a little bit, because the last couple episodes have had a lot of disappointments for me. There's been a lot of movies and TV shows that I just found depressingly bad, and it's really refreshing to find a show that, or a movie, that I just came out there going, you know, I feel better. I really enjoyed that. I didn't walk out of there going, man, left a weird feeling in my stomach. So there we wrap it up. My name is Father Polymath, and you've been listening to the Polymath Roundtable. We'll talk next time.